there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Follow the Money, Dave Ross. Matt Humans in for Paul, Paulie and Mitch this week as they continue their vacation and we continue to fill in for the rest of the week, Matt. And uh, another great show. First of all, you had a really nice night last night, by the way, because I kind of wake up if I missed, didn't stay up for all the oh, games. Oh, did you fall asleep? Well, I, it was New Mexico, Wyoming, and I had and I checked it, and I saw, oh, mm-hmm. Matt had that straight out winner. Didn't even need the six points. Easy pickings. Yeah, I don't want to start off the show by bragging about winners from last <laughs> night, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about college hoops. So the thing is, yesterday you you were a winner, and yes. um, the goal is to do the same thing today because if you lose today, who cares? Same so go one and one, uh, exactly. one and zero so far. A uh, couple got- of college hoops winners last night. We'll try to get one out of Paul Stone today. He's yep. going to join us at uh, 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Paul's a uh, very sharp college hoops handicapper mm-hmm. as well. He was with me on Wisconsin last night. Uh, texted me after the show yesterday. Will Hill on the association. We're going to have him handicap some NBA in the last hour today. And we're going to have Jeff Seeley on uh, next hour, too. I do have a couple golf plays I've now made them. I'm not going to tell you what they are yet, but we'll we'll get to those later on in the show. So we have a great show for you, of course, uh, throughout the day. But we did see some interesting news and notes yesterday around the NFL. And we know that once the Super Bowl is now over, you get into those futures markets for next year. And, of course, when you get the usual suspects for MVP for 2022-2023, it is the usual suspects, right? You expect Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers and – Sure, Joey B now is going to be up there. There's Dak. I call him Super Dak. I know they don't like King Kyler. King Kyler is 16 to 1. Super Dak. Matty is 13 to 1. Don't you have to play in a Super Bowl before they call you Super Dak? When he plays like Super Dak, they can get to one. When he's average Dak, they can't do it. So you see How that. How do you know they can get to one? Well, if he plays Super. And if he plays Super at, what, 13 to 1, you'd have a shot at it. But he has not been Super in the postseason. But here's the interesting note. So you see these here. Via Bet Rivers. Who's not on the board? Tom Brady. 
Well, of course not, because he's retired. Wait a second. Our own Ben Falks. Follow him at bfalx22. He tweeted this out yesterday, and it caught my eye. What? Tom Brady at Caesars? You get him at 45 to 1. And then you go, wait a minute. Why in the world would you put him up there? Mm-hmm. Well, when you really do, do a little bit of digging, and we did a little bit of that, and you realize he's still under contract with the Buccaneers. They've kept that roster spot open for him if he wants to come back. They go, Tom Brady's not going to do this Brett Favre thing, right? He's not going to do the, oh, pull the heartstrings. I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. And then you kind of go back and you looked at the retirement and when Darlington and Shefty and those guys got it first. And then he said, well, wait a minute. I, I haven't even made up my mind yet. Then the next day in the show with Jim Gray, he says, yeah, yeah, yeah I, am at, I am out. And then the next week with Jim Gray, he says, well, you never know. Never say never. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one of those uh, James Bond movies. Sean Connery. So I'm just wondering if you're putting an odd out there at 45 to 1, the roster spot is open. You can make some correlations if Jimmy G potentially might be on the move in San Francisco. Now, I don't know if they're going to go to their first-round pick a year ago and say that Trey Lance has got to be the guy if Kyle Shanahan feels like he's got a ready-made team. And where's Tom Brady from? San Francisco area, the Bay Area. Uh, I think his hometown is uh... – a little bit north of the Bay Area. Would you That's where post, he went to high school. Would you hey, he's always wanted to play for the Niners, huh? Right. Would you post a number if there's not a possibility that Brady comes yeah. back? Why would you not? Because yeah, somebody's going to bet it. You just want people to bet it. Right. Doesn't right. right. But, so, of course, there, there's no harm in posting the number if you're going to draw action on Tom Brady. Let's talk about this because I have, I have not been convinced that Tom Brady's retired. And I talked to two people yesterday who are pretty good sources. Okay with uh, knowledge what goes on in the NFL, and they both think that Brady is angling to try to get dealt to San Francisco. And when I read this story by Mike Sando in The Athletic yesterday morning, I think it made a lot of sense. And we've got the stories a lot deeper than what we have on this graphic here. But I'll start out where uh, he's talking about the quarterbacks and how the QB market uh, might be changing here in the offseason. Quote, Aaron Rodgers remains the most consequential domino amid some debate over what happens next. Tom Brady, though recently retired, left open the door for a return just enough to make the 49ers an intriguing potential destination for what might might be one final championship run. Oh, my goodness. Kyler Murray is stewing in Arizona. Carson Wentz and Jimmy Garoppolo are obvious trade candidates. And if Russell Wilson doesn't stir up something this (laughs) offseason, that might qualify as news. (laughs) And um, all of that is correct. Now, with Brady, it's still a lot of speculation, but... Uh, let's go to the second part. Okay. It gets a little bit more specific about uh, Brady and San Francisco. Quote, Brady long hoped to play for the 49ers. For Brady, retiring makes it possible for a trade to materialize more organically. Brady might not have been willing to force a trade from the Buccaneers to the 49ers, which could have gotten messy and affected his legacy in a negative way. By leaving open the door to play again, Brady is in position to accept a trade if one can be worked out. And you would think that's uh, Mike Sando of The Athletic. Mm-hmm. There's more to the story. If you have an athletic subscription, you want to read it. Uh, I don't want to read the whole story on the air today. But uh, those were the key parts, and I think uh, it does make sense. I, I I wasn't really sure why Brady would retire when he played at such a high level in 2021. Yeah, his wife says she wants him to retire. She doesn't want to see him taking any more hits. Um, this kind of hints at Brady's angling behind the scenes at if, if I announce my retirement, 
I can be the good guy in this whole thing. You know, he doesn't want to be the bad guy. Got well, like Captain America, you never want to be the bad guy. No. <clears throat> but the the story also said that he's fr- he was frustrated with some of the coaching in Tampa Bay oh. this season. So when you read something like that mm. and you know that he wanted to play for San Francisco anyway, before he went to Tampa Bay, he had eyes on San Francisco. No question. Yeah. And so it, I, I think this bet that you talked about, that yeah. Ben Fox tweeted about, Yesterday, bet MGM twenty thousand dollars on the 49ers at sixteen to one odds. Bet would win three hundred twenty thousand. This is similar to a couple years ago when there was action coming in on Tampa Bay before Brady made his decision to go to the Buccaneers, and uh, you, you found the you know the Bucks at fifty to one odds or something in that neighborhood. Now you're not getting the same type of value here in the Niners because no. you got a team that was in the NFC Championship game, and I think odds makers are trying to hedge their bets a little bit at this point. You know, we talked about the Broncos and the Packers and those odds. You don't know where Aaron Rodgers and some of these quarterbacks are going to end up. So you don't want to bump up any team too high. No, so 16-1 to 1 on the Niners, even with Trey Lance. I don't think it's realistic with Trey Lance, but it's fair. You, you, you can't right. say it's unfair. No, right. It, it's it, Right. You have to make the educated guess that if the, it doesn't work out and they do trade Jimmy G and you don't get Tom Brady, do you still have a little bit of value there at 16-1 if it is Trey Lance? Okay. Because the team is pretty good around him, right? But if you do get, get this kind of, you know, Brady's doing something, pulling the strings again behind the scenes to get to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then you get this number, you're you're feeling really good in pocket if he gets there. Because you have to assume if this trade somehow works and he does get to San Francisco, this isn't just Tom Brady going to San Francisco. This is the old anchor man, get out the shell horn, oh, and here comes Gronk, right? And then maybe yeah. he brings out the playoff Lennies or the guys of that ilk that want to go with and play with Tom Brady sure. for one year and rally around Brady and try to get one. I mean I I actually think that does make a lot of sense. And you're right, he grew up a, a Niner fan, fan in the Bay Area, loved Joe Montana. Well, it makes sense for family reasons, too, because yep. you could say, uh, well, going back to San Francisco makes sense. You know, parents are there, my whole family's there, take wife and kids back to the Bay Area, and that's where we want to f- end up. I mean, there's easy ways to explain something like, like this if you're Tom Brady. The interesting and don't part- you think he cracked the door open to prepare people a little bit for oh. what might happen by saying, well, you never say never. Oh, no doubt. But, like, this is – what's really interesting to me was the the actual retirement announcement because I know he had an incentive if he was still on the roster after, what, February 1st or whatever. So he got to that threshold Mm -hmm. to still get whatever that paycheck was, right? But it did feel like I don't want you guys in the media to scoop me. I'll do what I want to do and announce it on my turn. And I think he's earned that. Any athletes earn that. Nobody's earned that. I mean, that's – you, you don't think you've earned that? No, nah, you, you can't dictate uh, your retirement announcement. Why not? First of my all, retirement. I can, well, don't tell retire. anybody. Right, right. You don't have to. If you want to dictate your retirement, don't tell one person you're going to retire. When he, when he tells people in the, the, in the organization family. Right. or outside the family that I'm going to retire, you lose total control That's right. over the message. Somebody else could okay. say it. Correct. If you tell one person, it's not a secret anymore. So... And that's something you learn at a very young age, right? Oh, so absolutely. If Tom Brady wanted to control his retirement message, don't tell anybody. Somebody right? got it out to yeah. Shefty and Darlington, and then that became – it was clearly out there the week before the Super Bowl. So when you do connect those dots, if you had to hedge if – if there was a wager offered right now at Bet Rivers, Tom Brady will play next season. Forget about MVP. Just play. Uh-huh. What would you set that number at? Uh, will Tom Brady play next season? I would still make it no, minus a buck fifty, something like that. I wouldn't make it too high, uh, but 
I think it's a real possibility that he's going to end up in San Francisco. Now, by next week, I might say, uh, might say yes as a favorite. Who knows? I, after reading Mike Sando's story and talking to a couple people yesterday, I think it's a real possibility that Brady's going to be in San Francisco. Now, last week when uh, I was in with Paul Howard and Brady retired, mm-hmm. uh, it happened like in the last five minutes we were on the air, and I said, okay, if you're a sports book and you were taking action on Brady's retirement, do you pay off the bets now? Or how did you word it? Do you, do you not pay off the bets until week one of the season? Did you word Tom Brady must not take a snap or must not right. be active in week one of the 2022 20, NFL season? He announces his retirement. Did you, did you uh, word it that way that you have to pay off the bets then? And when I said that on the air, I was just throwing out a hypothetical. And uh, Lou Finicaro of VSIN got really upset with me and texted me, Matt. No way Brady decides to play again. I'll put the odds of 50 to 1 for whatever you want. For whatever you want, he said. Okay, so I texted him back and said, uh, how much can I get on this? Uh, And he said, I'll pass. No action. Lose out. The first hour of Father Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Much more to get to. A dive into college hoops when you come back with us. It's Follow the Money right here in VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Sports Betting Network. No more football, no problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and much, much more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials. Or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening very fast with over 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. And I got to say, it is life after football. And, you know, like I told you, this mm-hmm. week was going to be a tough one for me, Matt, making the transition. 
but I did dip my toe in and watch some college hoops last night, thinking about the plays that you had. And I know we're not going to dwell on the past, but it was a good night last night. But when we look at the Wednesday slate here tonight in college basketball, I do wonder what you like. And let's start off with my old stomping grounds there in Chicago with the Illini going to the rack. Now, I know it's not Quincy Doobie and company anymore, but still, Rutgers is a tough place to play. And we've seen Ron Harper Jr. and company starting to bite back a little bit here in the Big Ten. What do you make of the Illini on the road tonight? Well, I like Rutgers in this spot, and I've liked Rutgers as a home dog several times this season. Uh, I bet the Scarlet Knights in a lot of these spots. I'm going to do it again tonight. Mm -hmm. I took uh, uh, four. You might be able to find four and a half out there with Rutgers. But uh, Rutgers is 6-1 and in Big Ten home games. Did lose by 35 at Illinois, but that was way back on December 3rd. I don't really care about what happened in early December. This Rutgers team's playing a lot better. Really tight on the defensive end of the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rutgers was shorthanded in a lot of those games early in the season. Ron Harper Jr. is playing at a high level right now. Uh, you know, Illinois has been a little bit inconsistent. The Illini are in first place in the Big Ten right now. I think 11-3 and three with two of those losses to Purdue. So this... Uh, Conference race looks like it's going to come down to the wire. It's a, a really a three-horse race, Illinois, Purdue, and Wisconsin. Big win for the Badgers last night in Bloomington. But, uh, I, you know, the one guy who's tough, really tough to match up with in the Big Ten for a lot of teams is Kofi Coburn, yeah. the Shaq of the Big Ten for yeah. the Illini. But I think Rutgers is so sound defensively that it's not going to be a big problem. And another thing is Rutgers doesn't leave – Wide open three point shooters like some teams do mm-hmm. because you got Trent Frazier, you've you've got guys Alfonso Plummer guys for the Illini who can light it up from three if uh, if if you don't pay extra attention to them. But I, I like the way this Rutgers team defends. By the way, those six home wins the Rutgers has in the Big Ten, it's basically the the victims are a who's who in the conference: Purdue, Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State, Ohio State. That's no, legit. Those, those are legitimate home wins. Those are not wins over Nebraska, Minnesota, Northwestern. Uh, Rutgers has covered four straight games. Just one at Wisconsin over the weekend. A 73-65 win as an eight-point dog. Uh, I'm going to play the home dog here tonight uh, in the Big Ten and uh, take the points with Rutgers. If you don't mind walking back to uh, memory lane here with Ron Harper Sr., because I think a lot of people forget how great daddy was until he blew out his knee. I mean, this kid, when he came out of college, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm showing my age. But when you look at Junior, are there any similarities? Because they feel like completely I, different players. I don't see many similarities. I really don't. Yeah, I don't either. I just wonder <laughs> if he's a pro in your eyes. But he's, I, I think he's uh, Ron Harper Jr. could be a pro, but his dad's game. and Completely my, different. Uh, I covered Bulls teams that Ron Harper played on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't see much similarity in uh, in their games. But I do think Junior can be a pro, yeah. Okay. Uh, so when you got a pro, that's always a good start. But you're right, the Illini, Brad Underwood. Uh, right now, 12th in the nation. Let's see what they can do tonight at the rack. Going to be tough. Mississippi State going to number 25 Alabama tonight. What do you make of this one? I'm not going to play this game, but it, it seems like it might be a spot where you could catch a Crimson Tide sleeping. Might be a little bit of a flat spot. They're off a one-point win mm-hmm. over Arkansas. That was a game that was a, a really well-played game, an emotional game that went to the wire. Alabama escapes. Guess what? Bama's got Kentucky on deck. In Lexington, this is one of those sandwich spots where, if you're not paying full focus to Mississippi State, you could get caught sleeping. I just don't trust this Alabama team, and uh, we saw in a loss to was it a loss to Kentucky? I think uh, a week, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, 
Alabama shot three for 30 from three-point yeah. range. It's a team that takes a lot of bad shots. Um, I don't think plays high IQ basketball. I don't, I don't trust them in this sandwich spot with Ar- the game, uh, the win over Arkansas and the game on Kentucky on deck. I don't think you're going to get a fully focused Bama, but I, I, I pass. I don't really like Mississippi State either. Okay. It's going to pass on yeah. that one, not not hit, not take that five and a half here. You know, I look at Northwestern, and obviously a couple of years ago, that great run they had in the NCAA tournament. Purdue comes in here, and I know Purdue kind of pre-flop was one of the darlings here, and certainly we know they can score. Northwestern likes to play a little bit slower tempo here. What do you make of this one today? Well, this Northwestern, Northwestern team can play a variety of tempos too. I actually – uh, I like this Purple Cats team. Mm-hmm. The more I watch them, they find ways to lose games, <laughs> and that could be a problem. But uh, Purdue is playing its worst basketball of the season right now, and uh, Northwestern might be catching Purdue at the right time. Uh, Circuit right now has got six on this game. That's mm-hmm. the best number out there if you like the home dog in this spot. I'm not sure I'm going to play it because I just don't have much luck with betting Northwestern on or against, especially on. Uh, but Purdue's one and three ATS in the last four. Super Bowl Sunday morning beat Maryland 62-61 as a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. Barely won that. Uh, the last time these teams played three weeks ago, Purdue won by 20, and Jaden Ivey did not play in that game. And uh, Purdue still handled it. But that was in West Lafayette. I, I really think since that blowout win against Illinois a week or so ago, uh, this Purdue team looks no flat. does look flat. You know, we got blown out at Michigan, barely beats Maryland. Right. I don't trust Purdue to cover this number on the road tonight. If I played anything, I would probably play the home dog. But is it a part of being mid-February? We're getting yeah, ready for conference tournaments. Hey, man, right? every team has peaks and valleys right. throughout the season. Rutgers had some valleys early in the season. It's peaking now, uh, in my estimation. I think Purdue peaked earlier and right now is in a little bit of a flat spot in the schedule, and that's going to be Matt Painter's job to find a way to get his team uh, kind of like a second wind, right, Dave? No question yeah. about it. You know, I look at the, the total very quickly. I see some 146s up there with Purdue and Northwestern. And, again, when I think of Northwestern, I think, well, they don't want to get into a shootout and run with Purdue. They just don't have the athletes. Is there any game script that you might see here? If you think Purdue uh, laying that five and a half, six could be a, a flat spot scenario, would this be uh, to that game script maybe a lower scoring game than, than maybe what that total would indicate? Uh, you know, I have no interest in the total. I can tell you that. Ken Pomeroy's site right now, Purdue's number one in the nation in offensive efficiency. That's right. And number 110 in def- defensive efficiency. And that's that's atypical for a Purdue team that's usually pretty good on the defensive end of the floor. I'll tell you what Ken Palm's fan match has for uh, that game, 77-73 Purdue. So you're talking about 150 points. So that would be going over that total right now that we're seeing around 146. All right, what about number seven, Baylor? Against number 11, Texas Tech, this should be a good one uh, for the Red Raiders at home against the Baylor Bears. Yeah, and it's a Baylor team that's, uh, again, hit by the injury bug, and that's going to be a problem. I think Baylor's probably going to fizzle out this season. Uh, had a couple key injuries this year. Otherwise, yeah. might have been a different outcome. I'm not really sure what to make. This is a bad spot for Texas Tech. And uh, the reason is Tech has a game at Texas on deck. ooh you know how fired up the Red Raiders oh. and their fans got for the first Chris Beard game. My goodness. And now you got a trip to Austin on deck. Uh, and also, it's a conference revenge spot for the Bears. Tech won in Waco 65-62 as an 11-point dog in early January. I typically like 
teams in these conference revenge spots, good good teams in conference revenge spots, and that would be Baylor here. But uh, this is going to be a pass for me. Uh, very quickly, did you see what happened at the end of that Texas-Oklahoma game last night? So Texas gets a win in, in overtime yeah. by two. Mm-hmm. Chris Beard's walking off the court, and somebody yells out, Chris Beard, you're a traitor. Beard hears it, stops. He didn't go full night, but he stopped and went back up and addressed said kid. It looked like it was whatever was said was said, and then walked on back. But I thought, you know – it's it's the end of the game. You're walking off the court, so you hear everything. Like, what are you, what are you kids doing? Like, you you think a grown man's not going to stop and and address if you've got something to say to him? I like I have no problem with someone turning around and saying, "What did you? I'm sorry, you said something." And he walked right up to the kid and so uh-huh. And I, I like I have no problem with that with Chris Beard about <laughs> defending. You call me a traitor? It's college basketball. I got a better job. Well, I, he, I got paid more money. What do you want me to do? Did. He is a traitor too. And he's a traitor. Yeah, and he's a traitor. Very quickly, UNLV against you're gonna, Fresno you're State. You're going to take the money. You can't be sensitive about something like well, that. We're going to take the money, you're going Matt. From one wait, 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 wait. Why is it? Why is it Chris Beard's fault if he takes the money? I didn't say it's his fault. Okay. But if somebody calls you a traitor, you can't be sensitive. That's because a traitor you, because you are a traitor. If you take a you better can't go job, from, you can't leave one rival for another. Okay, it's the school. That's what I'm talking it's about. It's the you, school. You can't leave. You can't switch switch jobs and go from one rival to another. Are you going to leave the Duke job and go to North Carolina? If they pay you a king's ransom? Well, then don't be sensitive if somebody calls you a traitor. So you think he should have just walked away? No, nah, I don't really care either way. <laughs> I like <clears throat> Hey, so if somebody I, gets I, I just like, think in general in this world, everybody's way too sensitive about oh, yeah. things that are said. Well, yeah. So we don't have time to get these final two basketball No, games. we'll get them in later. We have uh, two and a half more hours today. Plenty of college hoops talk. Traitor! What'd you say? <laughs> I kind of like it, Matt. I like it all. Like, give me all the smoke. I don't mind it. Confrontation is not bad in this world. All right, when we come back, win some and lose some. Did a little bit of both last night. We'll get into maybe some bad beats that we saw out there. When we come back right here, follow the money on these and these sports betting now. Some lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, let's get to it. We start in the association. How about this blowout last night by My Boston goodness. Celtics? They were bet from minus one to minus two. Celtics close as two-point favorites. Don't worry about laying the points. Boston <laughs> blasted the Sixers 135-87 to 87 last night. Uh, Jalen Brown, 29 points. Jason Tatum, 28-12 and six assists. The Celtics, 25 for 45 from three. A franchise record for made three-pointers. And um, I was watching the replay of this game last night. Jason Tatum had the filthy step-back three from the wing late in the third quarter. They gave the Celtics their 101st point, and I think at that point they led by about 80. Uh, 135 to 87 last night. The Celtics are the first team in NBA history to win three straight road games by at least 30 points. That's Whoa. from ESPN Stats and Info. Are they good now? Because remember, they were terrible at the beginning of the year. <clears throat> well, it's a long season. That's the thing about the NBA, I think, a lot of times. That's a... That's a league that's uh, made for overreactions. You know, right. if you think about how people talk about teams in our November, December, January. We write them off. 
Doesn't mean a whole lot once you get to April a lot of times. No. And, uh, the Boston Celtics playing a lot better basketball right now, and I think a lot of people had written the Celtics off uh, previously. But last night, they win by 48 as two-point favorites. Mm-hmm. More wins some. You were in on this with JVT. Let's Pacers, go. Bucks, over. Total went from 234 to 239. Milwaukee beat down Indiana 128 to 119. Lands on 247. Uh, how about the freak dropping 50 last night? 17 for 21 from the field. Uh, Buddy Heald actually had a big game for the Pacers. 36 points at 8 of 12 from 3, but not enough to freak up stage them last night. All right, more wins. Some we go to college hoops. Wake Forest attracting dog money. Moving from plus 11 to 9.5, the Deacons covered in a 76-74 loss at Duke. The Blue Devils blew a 19-point lead in the game, and Mark Williams, a putback dunk in the final second to lift Duke to the victory. Coach K, not feeling well, couldn't come out for the second half last night. Did you think that was the right call? Because if you saw it, I know they initially waved it off. What would you know the game-winning bucket for Duke, and then some people on on Twitter are saying, "Well, it's still the wrong call because kind of tipped it to himself in the cylinder." Mm-hmm. Got to be honest, with you, I don't know. It's like a catch of the NFL. I really don't know. I assume they got it right. You know, I Rupert. actually think it was a good basket. The more I watch, the more I watch it, I thought it was okay. But you know, the um, Wake Forest fans, if you if you took the well, money, if you're a like, Wake fan, you think you got screwed. Well, no, I'm saying if you took the points, you're like, just just end it. We don't need overtime. You don't need overtime. We don't need five minutes of this. Getting the nine and a half. So those are easy, some uh, some good. We got some more wind zone. Uh, wind some last night. We go to the Mountain West Conference. New Mexico was a six point dog mm-hmm. in the morning, dropped to five and a half. And obviously, it's not a big line move. It's a it's a minor line move. But the key here is that the favorite was not taking money in this game, and that's Wyoming. It was in the rankings this week, plus two fifteen on the money line. That was one of my best bets last night. Lobos upset Wyoming seventy five. To 66 at the pit in Albuquerque. Win some on New Mexico. How about Tennessee? Mike, I watched this line yesterday. Now, Tennessee went from a one point favorite to a two point favorite. The line actually closed one and a half at a lot of spots, but this is another one where it was just key that Kentucky did not close as a favorite because the betting public I thought would be all over the Wildcats. Don't forget when those teams played the first time, it was 107 to 79. Kentucky ran Tennessee off the floor. And a different story last night in Knoxville. That was January 15th, the first time those teams played. Volunteers avenged that 28-point loss with a 76-63 win last night. So win some on Wake, New Mexico, and Tennessee in college hoops. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that, too, as I was flipping around. Boy, they got in a little bit of a skirmish in the first half. Then since the skirmish, Tennessee... Punch the lights out. Does that? I know you're a Cal guy, at least with this Kentucky team. Does that worry you at all, or is no, it just an anomaly? Not at all. Just one game. Not at all. All right. So you, when you win some, you're also gonna you're gonna lose some. What do you have? For the Typically, losers? that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Goes uh, up. And comes last down. night, the Miami Heat. We talked hey, about this yes, game with JBT yesterday. Jimmy Butler did play for the Heat, uh, but it didn't really matter. Heat bet from uh, three and a half to five and a half point favorites. The Dallas Mavericks down. Eight at the half, rallied to beat the Heat 107 to 99 last night. How about this? The Mavericks were plus 33 on three pointers made in that game. They made 11 more than the Heat. Jimmy Butler did play and had a pretty good game 29 and 10, but not enough. Lose some on the Colorado Avalanche. I saw Paul Howard tweet about this last night. This is the uh, first home loss in regulation for the Avalanche since late October. And not oh. a big line move here. The Avalanche just took a little bit of money, moved from minus 240 to minus 260. 
But Colorado lost to the Stars 4-1 to and uh, take the first home loss regulation since late October. One more on the ice. Not a lot of hockey talk with us this week. No. <clears throat> team, <clears throat> excuse me, Team USA men's hockey against Slovakia last night. Dave, you probably thought Slovakia was um, not going to win. Going to go home a loser in this I, game, right? That like would, is people. what I would have predicted. The U.S. was a top-seeded team in the bracket. Well, not so fast. Slovakia eliminated uh, U.S. in a shootout, tied the game in the final minute, oh. and then the U.S. went 0 for 5 in a shootout, knocked out of the tournament. Uh, this That's a very discouraging loss for uh, Team USA. The, uh, like I said, the uh, top-seeded team in the tournament last night. The U.S. now has not won a gold at the Olympics since the miracle on ice in 1980. Do you believe that? I was in New York as a very young boy. That was a... When I saw comparisons being made, I won't say which outlets, to the Miracle on Ice team, I was just like, do they not really remember what happened with the Miracle on Ice? To compare this team to that team? Like, you, you can't do that. You, you just, you can't do that. I didn't that. hear those comparisons. I won't tell you which networks, because I don't want to put them on blast. But it was rather embarrassing. Well, it's 40, 40 years now without a gold medal for the U.S. and uh, men's, <clears throat> men's hockey. Couldn't beat Slovakia. Not good. But again, that's when some lose some uh, for last night. Mm-hmm. Now, in NBA, college hoops, and hockey, it, it kind of maybe if you had USA, you're wagering or just rooting interest for our country. It could have felt like maybe you know when you mess with the bull, you get the horns. You know, you're just petting the bull. You're just petting it, no problem, right? But then, oh no, no, no. got them both. Come on, hook them, hook them. So, like, I don't know why you would want to do this. Like, clearly the bull doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, You know what? That's a setup. What do you mean it's a setup? You think the guy was set up? Yes. They knew what they were doing here. He he knows what he's doing right here. They they were. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Matt. Yeah, they were filming this on purpose. Yeah, but. People do this. They try to film bloopers like this. They want to. That's a a straight shot to the Kanikis. I can't believe he just did that. Yeah. Come on. You think he's wearing a cup? Why, first of all, because if you wait, why is it even being oh, man. Uh, videoed? Well, I don't know. But by the way, Fred Schultz is a fantastic follow on Twitter, <laughs> and he makes me laugh every day with his videos. All I'm going to say is, if you're to your point, Matt, if you are correct and this is a setup, then you wear a cup. Probably might be. I, don't know. I mean, the, the, if I'm it's back. a setup. Oh, I don't. Oh, you know what? The right leg. He did raise the right leg in anticipation. Of some chicanery. I'm not. I'm not buying this. One. Not buying it. All right. All I'm saying is, if that's what it took for the making of the video, I appreciate it. But right. you, we, we've seen the video 47 times. Let's move on. Do we have any dog videos? When, <laughs> when some some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook, where you can claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. We don't have any dog videos today. I wish we did. If you have some, send them to us. We had a Longhorn video, but no dog videos. Hey, one mention, one more mention mm-hmm. of hockey. We talked about the Avalanche last night. Uh, they are on the road against the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. It's a pick 'em game, minus one ten. Total of six and a half. Do you know what the significance of this game is? I do not, sir. For Vegas, Jack Eichel. Oh yeah, he's coming. Acquired back. in the trade yeah, yeah. with the Buffalo Sabers is going to make his debut for Vegas tonight. And uh, that's the best game in the NHL 
is right here in Vegas tonight. Former uh, number two overall pick. And I yep, know as right. a, you know, grew up a Buffalo Sabre fan, upstate New York. And, uh, you know, it's been a long time since the Sabres had anything. When Eichel got there, you thought, this is, this is the guy. Well, they thought he was going to be the answer. And that turned out not to be not, the case. Not, not the answer. Well, let's hope it's a better answer uh, out here in Las Vegas. Now, of course... If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers, of course, has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now even in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. When we come back, Matt, we've got some news and notes from the association. Do you glean into a lot of. Uh, Press conferences. When you watch these press conferences, James Harden in Philadelphia. I don't watch those press conferences. What? No. Oh, you can get so I watch much. them in the NFL. I watch them in college football, college hoops. I do not watch NBA press conferences. Well, we're going to subject you to what James Harden had to say yesterday as he's getting ready, not for a little while, but to at some point make his debut with the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll talk all about it when you come back with us. Follow the money right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Sports Betting Network. Great new. VEASAN is a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th for only $29. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so do not miss out. Visit VEASAN.com slash madness. 
to sign up today. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. It is Follow the Money right here on VEASAN. And again, you look at the big blockbuster trade that we saw in the NBA, what, about a week ago now. And obviously when you move James Harden and you get him out of Brooklyn, and we it was so funny if you read the tea leaves leading up to the trade, all of a sudden it's like, James Harden isn't happy in Brooklyn. I'm like, well, he's well, wait, he wants out of Brooklyn now? It didn't take long until he got out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And when you make that trade and get Ben Simmons to trade places to go from Philly to Brooklyn, that's big news. Harden is not ready yet. We know he's not going to play in the All-Star game. It's going to take a little bit of time to get healthy to play just yet after the break. But he's getting closer. But he did have his introductory press conference as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. And I, I think it is interesting what he had to say, Matt. I want you to hear what he thought about when he knew he wanted to leave Brooklyn and where he wanted to go. Take a listen. Originally, you know, when I was going through everything I was going through, uh, you know, in Houston, uh, Philly was my, you know, my first choice. Uh, it just didn't happen. So, um, you know, but just detailed, I don't really want to get into, you know, the Brooklyn situation. I just knew, you know, for a very long time, this was a perfect fit. And obviously you got a, a big man, the best big man in the league in Joel. And then obviously the coaching, uh, just from top to bottom, it made sense. You know, we live in a, a different day and age of media, even from when I covered teams and, and how it's covered now via social media. And I know get Ben Simmons, we're going to talk a lot about Ben too. But you do have to, it's interesting. Nobody really questions Harden, it feels like, for wanting out. I mean, there are tea leaves. Wanting out of Houston, wanting out of OKC, and now wanting out of Brooklyn onto his fourth team here. And it feels like, does he get a pass? Because Daryl Morey's his guy. And so now he's reunited with his guy. Is that fair for James Harden to basically say, I want out of this spot, and then I want out of that spot, and I'll just keep following the guy that I feel loyalty to, and that is Daryl Morey. I don't know if he's gotten the pass because I think he got a lot of criticism in Houston uh, when he kind of quit on the Rockets well, he and quit. was trying to force his way out. So I thought he got criticized uh, quite a bit for that. Uh, all this stuff sets a dangerous precedent in the NBA where you can let uh, these superstars dictate. They can just quit on a team and force a trade or force a team to make a move. And uh, we're going to see a lot more of this in the future. I mean, we're starting to see it, uh, starting to see it more and more here in the last five years, and it's not going to slow down, and I, I think it's going to be a problem in the association. I don't care personally one bit if James Harden's happy. The guy, you know, people did. People will debate on uh, talk shows about a player's happiness. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn about that. The guy's making $47 million. He just exercised his option for next year at $47 million. There are a lot of people who have real-life problems who don't make $47 million a season. So I don't, I don't care about his happiness. I don't feel sorry for him if he wasn't happy with the Nets. You know, tough luck. You're making $40 million, and you're playing with Kyrie and uh, KD. And when it first happened... Everybody was happy about it, right? They oh, thought, yeah. oh, we're going to win. How many how many titles are we going to win in Brooklyn? Now, all of a sudden, a year later, he wants out. He wants to go to Philly. Daryl Morey, who was in Houston, is he loves James Harden, Yep. vice versa. Uh, those guys are reunited. Uh, it'll probably work out a little bit better because I just question. I think JVT said last week that KD, Kyrie, and Harden had been on the floor for a total of like 16 regular season games. We never really got a chance to see if no. it was going to work on the floor, but I think when you have three big egos like that, 
it's a very delicate situation, and Steve Nash might not have been the right coach for the job. Who knows? Uh, it didn't seem like Kyrie Irving respected Steve Nash as a coach. It was always, I thought, kind of a toxic situation in Brooklyn that I was skeptical it was ever going to work out. And, uh, you know, there's a chance here in Philly that things will work. With Embiid and Harden, I think uh, the offensive uh, system might <clears throat> might turn out to be a little bit more fluid because here's the KD always needs his shots. That's right. Kyrie and Harden are ball dominant. Uh, they like to work out of isolation sets, do a lot of dribbling. Uh, you know, they're not really guys who move the ball in the offensive end of the floor, and that's why I really didn't think it was going to work in Brooklyn. We never really got to see it. It was just a small sample size. But I think it could work a little bit better in Philly if James Harden loses weight, if he's in shape, if he's the, the Harden we saw of, uh, let's say, two or three years ago. Because I haven't really seen him play at an elite level here for the past year. Well, it's interesting when you say, look, I don't care where he says he wants to be with the money he makes. Because Harden addressed that a little bit about basically uh, playing where he feels mentally, um, you know, in lockstep with his teammates. Take a listen. You know, for the most part, we can control our own destiny. Not that, not that I saying it's a good thing or bad thing. But um, I know in my situation... Um, you know, for whatever reason, I'm just, it, it was mutual and the relationship, not very, I mean, new with Josh, but obviously knowing Daryl, knowing Tad, you know, from my Houston days, knowing Doc, um, for me, it just, it, it made sense, man. It's, it's a time where I needed to be, uh, you know, around guys that I know that want to win and know that they are willing to do whatever it takes to win. You were around Kevin Durant and uh, Kyrie Irving. I mean, those guys won. I think that was a shot at Kyrie. I would take if you read between the lines. Guys that's ex- that want to win and guys who want to do what it takes to win. Everything. Because obviously Kyrie Irving, I guess he's implying. And obviously he, he can't be Durant. He's implying that he's not doing what it takes to win. That's exactly the way that I would read that again. But that gets back to the old, are these athletes now empowered enough? And he said, James did say, not saying it's good or bad. But he basically admitted, yeah, we control our own destiny. Contract be damned. Like, that's basically what he just said, is that we can force our way well, out. it's good for the players. Great for the players. It's obviously good for the players to control your own destiny. I'm not saying it's not. I don't think it's good for the league. Right. Because, you know, we didn't always have that. But, right. again, we've seen now superstars moving. It's just to be able to move with this frequency now for a guy like mm-hmm. James Harden to go from OKC to Houston to Brooklyn to Philly that's that is a little bit different, but again, maybe it's ushering in a new era of empowerment where guys say, "If I don't like the front office guy, right, I don't feel you know like I can be here. I'm not comfortable here, so now I get to go where I'm comfortable." That's basically what James Harden is saying. Well, I'll say this too, and I, I said this last year when Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay. Mm-hmm. If if you're not completely happy in a situation and don't think. You want to be there for the next 10 years? Don't sign that long-term contract with all the guaranteed money. Uh, th- these guys have enough money that they could sign one-year deals. Yes. And, uh, you know, at the end of one year, you decide if you want to come back or if you want to go somewhere else. That way you control your own destiny. When you're tied down to a contract, you really don't control your own destiny. And that's what Russell Wilson ran into that problem with mm-hmm. the Seahawks. He wanted out. He's got a long-term contract. Couldn't he can't get out. Get out. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen it happen with uh, some other players, too, and Rodgers – Last season, if if you don't want to stay there, don't sign the long-term deal. I don't feel sorry for you if, 
if you want out and you can't get out because you got a long-term contract. All right, now the other guy of this equation, of course, Ben Simmons going from Philly to Brooklyn, who, of course, just decided, I, you know, look, I'm not mentally ready to play for this organization. We'll find out if he's mentally ready to play for the next organization. Let's take a listen from Ben. It was just piled up, a bunch of things that have gone over the years to where I just knew I wasn't myself and I need to get back in, into that place of, you know, being myself and, and being happy as a person um, and taking care of my well-being. Um, and that was like, the, that was the major thing for me. Um, it wasn't about the basketball. It wasn't about the money, anything like that. Um, you know, I want to be who I am and, and get back to, you know, playing basketball at that level and, you know, being myself. You know, it's interesting because, again, nobody is going to say, but you know, we know mental illness and mental health, those are real things, right, for everybody in many different walks of life, right? But from from our standpoint here as a gambling network, you go, well, can you can you trust these guys to deliver? Because you look at the Nets, you know, two, plus 230 uh, to, to possibly, you know, win the Eastern Conference. You look now, do you trust them? No. Do you trust Ben Simmons? I never have. So I like, never have trusted the Nets. I have not been on board with the Nets from the beginning. And Ben Simmons is not going to make me jump on board either. It's obviously the uh, the mental health issue is very sensitive for a lot of people. That's but, right. You know, Ben Simmons has given off the perception here in the past. He quit on that team, and he's given off the perception that he's soft. And uh, he's going to have to step on the floor and do something to change that storyline. It's going to be up to him or... You know, if people want to talk about Ben Simmons being soft, that's his problem. You can't quit on the Sixers and force a trade and, and act the way he's acted as a so-called professional and uh, not be criticized. The, but uh, no, I'm not on board with the Nets at all. I think it's the Bucks, the Heat, the Sixers, or teams that are better in the East. And how about the Celtics? They're beginning. They're, they're getting, getting better. Out. This first hour, Father Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250 match. Must be 21 or over. Offer not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules. Bet Rivers Sport and rules. Bet Rivers Sport and rules. Bet Rivers Sport and rules. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.